Hello and welcome to Genuine Admissions, our podcast on all things Loomis Chafee. My name is Amy Thompson and I'm the Dean of Enrollment here at Loomis. And welcome to our fourth season of Genuine Admissions. We're really excited to kick off this year with a conversation with the director of the Norton Center for the Common Good, Matt Kamarath. And um, we're going to be having a conversation over the next 30 minutes or so about what is the Norton Center for the Common Good? We're actually going to start with that question, but but first I just want to say welcome to the podcast. We're going to be doing a lot of great episodes this year uh, with various members of the Loomis Chafee community, faculty, students, and staff about all different types of issues related to life on the island. So we're really excited to get this conversation going today. And first, I would just uh, like to welcome Matt. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to come today. Great. Happy to be here. Excellent. So we're going to spend some time talking about what um, what we often refer to as the, really the most most mission-oriented center that we have here at Loomis Chafee. And, and the Norton Center is such a unique part of what we do at Loomis, and I think unique in many ways to independent schools. And so I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today to try to explain a little bit more to our audience what the Norton Center is. But before we get into that, I would love them to um, hear just a little bit about you, uh, because you arrived on the island last year, and um, so you've just finished your first year as the director of the center. And if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about um, what drew you to this work, and a little bit about um, your background, and and how you arrived at Loomis Chafee, uh, we would love to hear a little bit about that. And then we'll jump right into what is the Norton Center. Great, great. Um, Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to kind of share my story in the Norton Center with um, all the, the parents and prospective families out there. Um, a little bit about my background. Um, I kind of fell into, I would say, this work. Uh, as many um, stories out there from, from educators, I, I came from a family of educators. Everyone in my family um, kind of works in schools. I lived on boarding schools my entire life. I, I knew the lifestyle. And, and ironically, I was, I was the kid who swore I would never, ever go into education. <laughs> Um, right, and uh, so uh, I went off to school and I studied engineering uh, and kind of um, went down that path a little bit, wasn't really kind of loving what I was doing, decided to make a shift, got into finance right out of college. So I was in New York City working at a hedge fund for three years. Uh, and um, I just, I felt empty. Mm-hmm. I felt something was missing and I didn't feel like I was contributing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so an opportunity popped up to um, kind of teach some math at a school uh, in Westchester County, New York. Uh, and coach some basketball, and I, and I and I jumped on it, and it was one of those things where you know you sit down, and 18 years later, I was I was still there. But uh, one of the the kind of the the nuances or the uh, of the the space that kind of got me to Loomis was this ever evolving idea. Uh, of how can we help kids understand who they are mm-hmm. and the impact that they can have on the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the age that they're at right here, this 14 to 18, right. is they're really trying to figure out who they are uh, and they're looking for guidance. And I got some great mentors at this point in my life and I really wanted to give back um, to the kind of the, the, the type of, of kids that were searching for some of those solutions on the, to being the best version of themselves. Uh, so you can kind of hear some of those yeah. words in there that right. lead into our mission statement. Um, but as I kind of went further along in my in my teaching career, a, a lot of it focused on um, really getting kids to think about themselves as being leaders and having able to have an impact on the mm-hmm. world around them. Mm-hmm. And so when an opportunity popped up here at Loomis, and I kind of read the description of what the Norton Center is and what they try to do, 
it married perfectly with what I really view as some of kind of the most essential lessons that you can learn at this age. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know we're kind of getting to a second of what is the Norton Center. But for me, that was the draw of thinking about here is a school that gets it. Here is a school that understands what these students need on top of all the amazing kind of academic opportunities and extracurricular opportunities. There's this piece that I was searching for Mm -hmm. when I I got out of school. Mm -hmm. And here's a school that was delivered on it and it got me really right. excited about the opportunity excellent right so it sounds as though this is um, this is coming from a place of both personal and professional in sure. terms yeah. of you know marrying both of those parts of your background and your interests as well with what you're interested became interested in professionally yeah. and doing and having an impact on young people as well outside of the kind of more traditional ways that we do in schools like ours the academics the co-curricular programs the extracurricular programs something like the Norton Center is a structured, resourced program that is available to students above and beyond kind of what um, organically happens, right, in schools like ours. And so I'd love you to talk a little bit about what is the structure of the Norton Center? You know, and I'm sure you're asked this all the time, what is it? And, and, you know, we joke a little bit about, like, what is a center for the common good? Um, You know, what is the purpose? What is the mission? And what are we trying to achieve with it? Yeah, so I'll I'll just kind of start with something that you you kind of briefly highlighted in the the beginning of the question was, was this idea that, I mean, there are independent schools all over the country, all over the world. What makes Loomis different? And for me, um, as somebody who did my grad school research on independent schools and mission statements, that for me is a differentiator, right? Like schools talk the talk. But very rarely, mm-hmm. from the kids' perspective, mm-hmm. do they walk the walk. And when you start examining what Loomis does with their centers in specifics, um, but my center with, with kind of what the work that we do with students, like we promise that we will help your kids try to be their best self and serve the common good. Right. The school is putting their money where their mouth is. Right. They are dedicating time, resources, individuals. They are carving out spaces for this to happen so that you as parents and as students, when you graduate from here, you will honestly be able to say this school did everything that they could to deliver on that contract right. of our mission statement. Right. And that for me is something that you don't see everywhere. Right. And that's something that I kind of say over and over again. It, it's it's kind of, if you look at the other schools out there, they'll have mission statements with nice glossy kind of, but mm-hmm. they'd start digging under the hood. Mm-hmm. Do they do the things that Loomis does? And for me, it really came, kind of came down to just like, I couldn't believe mm-hmm. for me that this job existed. Yeah. <laughs> this is here. Like we do this. Right. And it really, right. like to you right. said, it married with what I was looking for professionally, right. but then also the impact that can have. Right, right. So getting in a little bit more about kind of the specific specifics, um, I really view the, the Norton Center as that the embodiment of that phrase, right? Trying to striving to be the best self in the common good. Yeah. Here's one of the spaces that we really deliver on that yeah. um, through the seminars. And we'll talk about those uh, a little bit later on, but then also the activities for, for students, the speakers that we're bringing in, mm-hmm. the work job program, mm-hmm. all of these kind of different pieces that if you put together and think about what is a student at Loomis getting from the Norton Center, yep. it really is trying to get push them and get them to think about something beyond getting into college. Mm-hmm. While, uh, yes, that is on everyone's mind and it's extremely important and Loomis does an amazing job with that, I've always kind of been thinking about, okay, what happens at 22, mm-hmm. right? Your life from 22 to mm-hmm. 70 and beyond. Mm-hmm. like. 
are we educating you on those areas? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the space where I love to operate in. Right. Uh, and so I think we do a fantastic job in all those other spaces. But I really, for me, feel like that's where Loomis shines. Right. Is that we're thinking about beyond the age of 22 right. and how you're going to contribute. Right. Absolutely. We talk a lot about how you know, you're joining a family for life, right? You're joining a community for life. And the education that you're getting here is for life. And it's not something that just ends when you graduate. It's not a you know a four-year, one-year, two-year, three-year experience here at Loomis Chafee. And so I think that you've hit on a really important point, which is uh, that you know what are you going to take not just in terms of skills, but in terms of mindset and in terms of knowledge about the world around you and the way that you can be involved in and impact the world around you after you leave, and and also after you leave college, right? It's not again, it's not just about trying to get from one step to the next. It's about a, a lifetime. Um, and that's something that certainly goes to the core of the mission of the school to, to start with. So let's talk a little bit then about the, the curricular piece of what the Norton Center does. You know, the seminars, you know, what does that look like for a ninth grader? What does that look like for a 10th grader in terms of what you're trying to accomplish and what the curriculum kind of centers on with the best self and the common good? Yeah. So the, the, the seminars are split into kind of two years. And in the ninth grade, we're really focusing on, uh, as the title suggests, the best self, right? So we're really getting students to, th- to look inward, mm-hmm. to think about themselves as where do I want to get to not only by the end of this year, by the end of my four years and beyond, and what are some of the skills that I need to be the best student, mm-hmm. right? The best citizen, the best friend, the best roommate. Like, what are the skills that I need to get to that space? So, again, we talk a lot about, um, you know, again, things, study skills, sleep habits, healthy eating, healthy relationships, mm-hmm. consent, sex mm-hmm. ed. Mm-hmm. Like, spaces where this first step onto the Loomis campus, we want to make sure that you understand how this community works mm-hmm. and how you can then thrive in that space. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get a lot of outside speakers coming in. Um, the teachers themselves are mostly counselors and deans and and kind of operate in spaces Mm -hmm. at Loomis um, that really kind of know the the background and know the areas of of what um, kind of the expertise and the cutting edge of of information in these spaces. So it's great to collaborate with them uh, and kind of work helping ninth graders feel situated, but then also get a little bit of a taste for what does it mean to be a Pelican? uh, And and how do we want you to kind of proceed and grow and get that foundation laid down? And then we move into the, the 10th grade seminar, which is the common good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we kind of turn the focus outward, okay. right? So we have the foundation, but then how do we think of ourselves as engaged citizen in a larger community? Um, thinking about community engagement, mm-hmm. uh, thinking about, um, again, as I said, leadership development. You, you're starting to move into positions where you might think of yourself as a team captain, mm-hmm. as a lead in the play, mm-hmm. as somebody as who's head tour guy. Head tour guy. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, as somebody who is going right. to have other people looking up to them. Yep. And what are some of the characteristics and responsibilities that come into that space. Mm -hmm. And so, again, we kind of put them in scenarios and and kind of similar stuff that we do um, with the ninth grade seminar, but it's a little bit more advanced. And Mm -hmm. it gets them kind of hopefully pushing them a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. into um, not just who they are, but who they want to be and the legacy really that they want to leave mm-hmm. during their time here. And mm-hmm. that's kind of a big theme that we talk about them mm-hmm. of just like, how do you want to be remembered? Okay. Uh, and so that's, that's for them, it's, 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 I mean, it's a class that doesn't have homework. It doesn't right. have grades. Right. It's just a space where they can go and they can sit and they can talk and they can kind of ponder and journal and do all these kind of things that help them grow as individuals. Uh, and as a teacher, or in my second year of doing it, it, it's really like the favorite space of yes. the day for me right. is engaging with students and thinking about who they are and who they want to be. Right. And and for many of our students as well, right? You know, I was actually 
funnily enough, I just came out of a meeting with one of my advisees who's a new sophomore this year and was saying that they had just had their first class of the seminar for the common good. And um, it's an international student. And, you know, their first comment was just how um, uh, he he described it as um, almost, you know, a, a great time to listen and a great time to just talk without... Um, feeling judgment, right? That is that that there's topics that he's excited to dive into with his classmates um, that he might not get to in in other areas, and that might not happen just organically in the dormitory or something like that, but around a diverse group around that table, you know, sharing different perspectives and him being able to share his own, especially coming from a different culture and navigating those conversations. And I know that a lot of what we talk about. Uh, with the center is also separate from the curriculum, but also incorporated is the idea of engaged citizenship and civil discourse. And, and I know that, for example, the Schultz Fellows is part of that. But how to have discussions around issues, um, whether or not that is something that they're learning as the best self for the common good or other programming that's happening in the center, I think is also an incredibly important part of what you do over there. And I'm wondering if you could touch on that aspect a little bit of the kind of engaged citizenship um, side of what the center does. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the, the Schultz Fellows. That's that's one of the kind of the, the cornerstones of, of who we are over there. And that's our, our non-partisan political group. Uh, and it's roughly 30 students. Uh, and they meet once a week. And they're talking about current events. Uh, and the fascinating thing is somebody who sat in at a couple of those meetings is that you will have a far right leaning student and a far left leaning student having a civil conversation about a topic like abortion or gun rights. Yeah. And they will be listening to each other mm-hmm. and they will be doing a point counterpoint. What do you think about this? Or where did you get that information? Mm-hmm. Or what are you thinking about what's coming up or, or this? Mm-hmm. And they will have what we hope our adults would be able to do. They will right. have that time of conversation. So for me, it kind of gives me this feeling like this is possible. Right. This is still possible because right. this is the next generation of right. politicians, of leaders, of, right. of kind of executives that they can sit at a table across from somebody who they know is the exact opposite opinion, mm-hmm. but they can sit and want to learn. Mm-hmm. And for me, that really is what some of what is being lost out there is mm-hmm. that people aren't willing to kind of say, I don't know everything mm-hmm. and I want to learn from you. Mm-hmm. And we might have a lot more in common than, than we think because, yeah, we disagree, but... I also know that you're a good person and I want to learn from you and we can right. go out and have a, you know, go to the cafeteria and share right. dinner together afterwards. Right. And right. that's what's great about these kids. And I think kind of expanding that out from, you know, continue said engaged citizenship of thinking about, um, you know, sometimes when you get into this independent school world, you're so focused on my next step, my yeah. next step to kind of expand that a little bit and think about, well, you know, you're a piece of a larger community, a piece of, you know, a larger uh, citizen, right. uh, citizenship that you have to a country or, or um, you know, again, if they're international to, to their own country, right. like where do you fit in that larger scope? Or are you going to really just focus on, well, it's all about me. And right. we really try to get kids to think about those decisions impact you and your family uh, and where you're going to be in five to ten years and if you're keeping silent um, you know you're kind of saying that that you're you're not having uh, an opinion or an impact on where you want things to go right and so when you do start to have the conversations and and open their eyes a little bit about um, the bigger world and, and what's going on a lot of times you kind of light a spark right. and for, for it could be something like climate change. It could be something um, like, you know, kind of um, working at a homeless shelter, or, um, you know, girls education. Mm-hmm. It could be any of those kind of topics that mm-hmm. once they understand that there's injustices in the world going on, 
and they know that they can do something about it. Right. And then the Norton Center is able to provide them with some of those resources. Man, they're off and running. And it's yeah. amazing to see some of these projects that these kids do. Yeah. And we're just there kind of on the sides, right, helping right. and guiding. Right. Um, but for them and the passion that, that, that you see from them, and then a lot of them will then go off into right. the next step and they continue doing right. what they're doing. And it's just amazing to watch. Absolutely. So speaking of that idea of like that you're there to guide and to help and to provide resources, can you talk a little bit about the Norton Fellows um, and some of the, you know, some of the projects that maybe have gone on, you know, in the last few years or something like that, just as an example for yeah. some people. So the Norton Fellows um, are a summer grant program that we provide um, opportunity for uh, um, five students, five to six students, uh, to receive a grant uh, to do some community engagement work in their hometown, mm -hmm. which is kind of key because when you're boarding at Loomis, you might have an idea for a project, but, um, you know, we had a student who lived in Ghana. Yeah. Uh, and their idea of her project was obviously not here. And right. so um, she wanted to build a book library for some local uh, schools by her. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, she proposed this amazing idea where she would do a book drive at Loomis. She would receive some funding. She would go over there, work with the schools, teach a couple of English classes, uh, and work with the schools to create this book library. And if you think about... Yes, that might be possible for a student to kind of organize all of that. Mm -hmm. But for us, to your point of providing the opportunity to say, we'll help connect you with uh, the resources that yeah. you need, we'll help you with your book drive, we'll help uh, in that space, allowed her mm -hmm. to go over there with suitcases full of books uh, and really make a connection in her hometown and feel like she was having an impact. Um, we had another student who uh, was really into pollinator gardens. Mm -hmm. And so they spent the summer making pollinator gardens in their hometown. Mm -hmm. So again, it's, it's, they see a passion and they see the time in the summer when they're kind of not as busy. Right. And this provides them that opportunity to have that impact. And then what we ask them to do is bring them back to campus mm -hmm. in the fall uh, and, and share what they did with our community and hopefully um, try to continue their good work. Mm -hmm. um, and what we find is most of the time that, that they want to keep doing it again and right. again. And, right. um, and so that's, that's kind of a, a great pay it forward type of experience where um, they get the next generation right. of students excited about a new project right. and then they come up and, and potentially win a grant. So uh, it really is this kind of interesting cycle of watching students go from an idea to, again, potentially mentoring somebody else mm -hmm. on getting their idea mm -hmm. uh, forward. So um, one of the things that that reminds me of is kind of the symbiotic relationship that you also have with the other centers. And you mentioned a little bit earlier, for example, you touched on DEI. We have a center for DE, for diversity, equity, and inclusion here as well. We have, you know, our Alvord Center for um, for Environmental and Global Studies. There's, there's uh, and we have the FI, the first hub for innovation. And I know that the Norton Center serves um, a really important role in doing some kind of cross-pollination, so to speak, between all those centers with different events or different projects or curricular initiatives. It is. And I'm wondering whether or not there's anything uh, in particular that comes to mind as you're thinking about either projects coming up this year or things that we've done in the past that kind of shows a little bit about that. Because students do have interests here that are multifaceted and how those work into something that might be connected to the Norton Center in some way. Yeah. So um, one of the questions that I'm sure parents ask all the time is just like, 
how do we do it all? Like, there's so much here. <laughs> right. How does how does you know my child right. do it all? Uh, and and so that's something that we actually think about as center directors is because we don't want to be competing with each other. Mm-hmm. We want to be working with each other to provide the best opportunity for our students, knowing that they're already stretched so thin. So yeah. the collaboration piece is actually really important to us, and we meet regularly to think about where are the spaces that we both had a, an idea for a project. How can we marry them so a student doesn't get pulled to have to choose between us? Um, so a good example about that was last last year during Earth Week, we had um, one of our Schultz Fellows um, was very interested in uh, making a presentation on um, you know kind of global warming mm-hmm. during Earth Week, and so the Schultz Fellows hosted a political conversation okay. about policy mm-hmm. and environmental sustainability. Mm-hmm. So we were able to get a space for us married with the Albert Center, what they were doing during Earth Week, and that allowed students who were interested in kind of both topics right. to have a, a, kind of a one-stop shop right. where they were able to kind right. of navigate that space. Right. So again, with the DEI office, we think about the same things. Are there opportunities for, for students to be sharing their stories, sharing how they feel, bringing in a mm-hmm. speaker mm-hmm. who can help educate our students more about mm-hmm. the, kind of the diverse world that's out there? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll host events um, like that all the time. Mm-hmm. So for us, we're always looking for particularly student-led initiatives Mm -hmm. that have both elements of, you know, best self, common good, um, but then also what's going on in another center and and also allows us to pool resources so that we can have kind of more events and uh, more opportunity to kind of showcase what our amazing students do on a daily basis. Right. Well, and having the Norton Center involved in events like that across a wide variety of different types of of topics and approaches, I think also sends such an important message to our students and to the wider community about what uh, best self and common good means across a broad range of issues, right? That it's not just about, it's, it's not siloed. It's something that's foundational to their experience at Loomis Chafee and in their lives. Right. And, and so I think that that's really important right. as it, well. It, it, what it means to be a Pelican, exactly. right? Like, like if you ask you know, older, older students in particular, like, like what is the core of who we are mm-hmm. here at Loomis, right? Like there's probably many different answers to that, but you will always kind of really come back to the core of who we are is, um, you know, we like to be the best, best versions self. of ourselves right. and we want to try to help as many people as we can. Right. Uh, and that is, is again, unique that our students would be able to kind of talk to you about that. Right. Uh, right. And, and I think that's an amazing thing as somebody who is still relatively new to the island mm-hmm. is that it's it's not just a tagline. It's, right. it's true. Right. So it's, right. it's amazing right. that, that we've been able to, be, to build something like here in the community that we have. Absolutely. Okay, so as we're getting an understanding of what the Norton Center is all about, I'm wondering if there's any previews for the upcoming year, anything, projects that you're excited about. Uh, There's a lot of information available on the website as well um, about the Norton Center's work, but um, anything for this year that we'd like to kind of talk about before we wrap up? Um, Sure. So kind of one, our community work programming is coming back online, uh, and this is a big piece of what our um, founders believed for our community. Uh, that you know, every member of the community should have a piece in taking care of the community. Uh, and if you can think about the Norton Center, about us, you know, the common good and us kind of uh, giving back and sharing with each other, um, we're really excited to kind of work with students and think about the spaces that they occupy, but then also the people that they help mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So it really kind of builds a sense of knowing who works here uh, and what they do, uh, and and sometimes the, the you know the people who are behind the scenes and really getting to know them better helps build an understanding of, mm-hmm. of what they do. So that's that's kind of the first one that we're excited about. Um, the fin- and just as an example of that, that might be something like you know. Um, 
clean up in the quad, or it might yeah. be an example of helping in the mailroom, or yeah, mailroom, like, bookstore, yep, down yep. the athletic center. Yep. Um, and again, it's it's interacting with right. our community. Right. It's, it's just right. kind of a great experience. I right. Think. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, next one was the the financial literacy series is okay. actually moving into the Norton Center for okay. the, the first time. Uh, and we're really excited to kind of think uh, about um, how do we educate students on financial planning, investing, some of those, again, outside of mm-hmm. the classroom type of ideas, but we know there are life skills right. uh, that our students will need. And so we're kind of kicking off that series uh, this year and, and working with our students to help them have a better understanding of, of money and, and how to navigate the world um, once they kind of get to a space where they're, mm-hmm. they're going to need that information. Mm-hmm. So that's new for this year. And, and then uh, we're also continuing uh, rolling out some new leadership development programs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a, a new program called Loomis Leads. Right. Um, and it's designed for um, all ninth graders have their kind of uh, cohort that we work with. And then mm-hmm. the, we're rolling out a 10th grade version this year. Uh, and it's really just an, kind of an optional opportunity to have an evening with um, me or my associate director, uh, Ms. Lil Corman, uh, who are very, we are very passionate about leadership development, but we talk about kind of more advanced leadership skills. And again, playing in this idea of, of how do you be the best version of yourself and see yourself mm-hmm. as someone who can have an impact on a group or an organization. Uh, and these you know, kind of great evening uh, opportunities for, for students to who are interested in that to kind of work with the Norton Center there. Excellent. Okay, Matt, so I have a a final question for you. It's putting you on the spot a little bit. I hope you don't mind. We're going to see how this goes. But let's just um, imagine that you're actually a member of our admissions committee here at Loomis Chafee. And knowing that the mission of the school is very much centered in in the Norton Center, are there particular types of qualities that you would look for for students when you're thinking about you know, students who would take full advantage of this type of community, but also who would benefit from this type of approach. Uh, what types of qualities would you look for in a student if you're if you're sitting around this table that yeah. we're sitting at right now? <laughs> yeah. So I think I think for me, the response to that would be I would look for a student who is striving to better themselves okay. and better the world around them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a phrase, and it might be a little cliche, but um, someone who's looking to leave the world a little bit better than they found it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be, again, a relationship. It could be a dorm. It could be a team, whatever. Some sort of experience where they're they're demonstrating that they're trying to have an impact, a positive impact uh, on, on someone or something around them. That, for me, demonstrates an individual who is going to come in with a, a kind of attitude or, or um, really looking for more of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And again, I know, um, you know it would be probably a small piece of an application passage, but, but I really resonate with students who, who talk to me about a past experience where they were looking to improve something, where they were looking to have an impact um, on an organization or on another person. And that for me is, you know, I I think like I put my coaching hat on, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are certain skills that you can teach and then there are certain skills that you can't necessarily teach. It Mm -hmm. needs to be kind of ingrained in in them. So for a student to come in already with the skill of saying, I'm looking for ways to help, Mm -hmm. how can I get involved? Mm -hmm. That for me is, is, hey, come by the Norton Center, right? Mm -hmm. Like we'd love Mm -hmm. to kind of talk to you a little bit more about some of your passions and where Mm -hmm. you might be able to get involved. Mm -hmm. Um, That for me is a, a student who's stepping onto the island ready to go. Um, that's not to be said that that you know, as a fourteen-year-old, you're, right. you're ready for that, and we can right. draw that out of you. And right. that's, I think, what the seminars can do is really right. get students thinking about that. Um, 
but I, I just I just love hearing and 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 story the storytelling that can happen from a student who's who's talking about a, a, you know kind of a ch- experience that changed them and, and got them to think about things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's someone I want to talk to. Yeah, so they step onto campus. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, knowing that, I guess my question is, where do you see students growing the most? Through the Norton Center. I mean, you know, I think about something, other skills, for example, something like uh, open-mindedness or something like um, willingness to take risk. You know, those other types of things that we're looking for in the admissions committee, right, is we're looking for students who have gained the most from a Loomis education. Are there particular kind of mindsets or skill sets or areas in which you see students growing through the programming that, that the Norton Center is doing um, in, in certain ways. Yeah, I, I would think, um, you know, again, depending on, on background or school that, that someone is coming from, oftentimes it's not, quote unquote, cool. It's not okay to, to step in um, or to kind of be curious enough Mm-hmm. to not look like you always know what you're doing, <laughs> right. right? So I think that for me, if, when I look at you know my ninth graders who are my seminar, yeah. to somebody who is a senior, understanding that really the only way that you are going to learn and the only way that you are going to kind of get to a place where you are the best version of yourself is yeah. to understand that you need the people around you right. and you need to be continuing to be hungry for information, knowledge, right. learning. Right. And I, I, I see that as the kids grow older okay. is this kind of this piece of it's it's not embarrassing. It's not uncool. It's just I'm passionate. I want to learn more about this. Mm-hmm. And this individual has this information. So I'm going to go get to know them. Right. And I'm going to try to you know, have them as a mentor. I'm going to try to engage with my fellow students in a way that is, again, respectful and understanding of the kind of the passing and sharing of information. Right. Um, that is something that I think from a society standpoint is starting to fall off is mm-hmm. that, um, you know, we aren't necessarily as hungry to learn uh, about things that maybe are uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, maybe are new. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Loomis really pushes our students to stay in that space. Mm-hmm. And that's how we educate you. Right. That's, even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. Right. Like, you know, stay in that space and understand that, that um, you know, there are people here that are going to love you yeah. and they're going to want to mentor you. Right. And they're going to kind of be your, be your kind of, um, you know, friends forever. Right. And, but those individuals also want to push you to think about how do you be the best version of yourself? And I think that is a really kind of unique situation that that's who we are as Loomis Mm -hmm. and our students grow into that, um, and leave here with this understanding of it's, you know, it's not good enough just to be like, hey, I got to the finish line of college. Like, we expect more from you. Right. You're a pelican. Right. We expect more from you. Right. Now go out into the world right. and make a difference. Excellent. Well, Matt, we are thrilled that you are a pelican and that you decided <laughs> to join the community last year. And we really appreciate your taking the time to talk to everybody today. You know, I think we talk a lot about in this office about um, Loomis being a place where you can feel comfortable to take risks and that you can feel comfortable to grow because of that sense of belonging that you were talking about at the beginning. It is a very community-oriented place. It's a buzzword that a lot of people use when we talk about schools, but I do think that the fact that we do have the Norton Center says a lot about, um, as you said at the beginning, putting our our money where our mouth is, so to speak, and making sure that uh, we're living out the mission specifically through the Norton Center and other ways as well, but the Norton Center in particular is such an important part of what we do. So I wanna thank you again for taking the time to come in. And uh, this is Amy Thompson. This has been Genuine Admissions. Thank you for listening and see you next episode.